picture this. It's a cold winter's night. Snow is gently falling. Darkness surrounds you. And you struggle to see. Everything is obscure. Every direction. Meaningless. But suddenly, light. The night Jesus was born, they tell us that a light appeared in the sky. A light that not even the greatest of astronomers could identify. A light so bright that even darkness had to flee. A light so powerful that even the worst of what we had done was not only exposed, it was cleansed, forgiven, and forgotten. You see, this is why Jesus came to earth, to give us that light, so that we would have the same joy and the same love and the same light everywhere we go. And the best news is, this is a light meant for all. It is freely offered. You see, Christmas is more than the warmth of friends and family, more than nostalgia, the gifts, and memories. It is about the greatest gift ever given because a world in darkness has not only seen a great light, no, we have seen the greatest light. And his name is Jesus. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. The opening line to maybe the most beloved Christmas carol of all time, Silent Night. And in every church that I have ever served, on Christmas Eve, at the end of every service, we would take our candles, light them, and let that glow carry us as we sung together the words of Silent Night. It's been that way in each of those services. It'll be that way in each of our services here together today. And that's a good thing and a beautiful thing. Something I look forward to every year. But what does it really mean when we say all is calm, all is bright? I don't know about you, but the world seems pretty chaotic and dark in many different ways. Especially this time of year in the natural, you know, we've just had the shortest day of the year, and I, like some other people that I know, struggle with something known as seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> some people just kind of call it the winter blahs or the dark time of the year. So we get less and less sunlight, and as a result, it impacts our moods, the way that we see things, the way that we feel things. We often go out and we'll get some artificial lights some happy lights to put up in our house, some full-spectrum lights, they call it, to try and kind of help offset some of it. I'm not sure how much it works, but nonetheless, we do put some of these things into place to try and battle the darkness. Whether you suffer from seasonal affective disorder or not, I think it's safe to say that all of us, to one degree or another, deal with another sad, a spiritual affective disorder. Because when we look around in the world, we see all the effects of sin. 
the brokenness of a world at war, in political upheaval, in cultural malaise and battles, things happening in the big picture and in the small picture. It's all over the place, and there's no natural light that's going to fix that. There's no artificial lights as much as we love to light our Christmas trees and light our wreaths and put lights around our house. Beautiful things, by the way. Love doing it myself. Love seeing them. But they can't fix it. The only way you can address a spiritual darkness and a spiritual chaos is with a supernatural light. That's what we need. And here's the thing, friends. God is the light bringer. He always has been, he is now, and he always will be the one who brings light into our darkness. It starts at the beginning of the story. Let me tell you a bit about three lights in Scripture that shine for us. The first light is right there at the very beginning. The first chapters of Genesis Right after the creation of the heavens and the earth, the word declares to us that there was a darkness. The earth was formless and void, and the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. It's a picture of chaos and darkness. And into that chaos and darkness, God speaks four words, let there be light. And there was. All is calm. All is bright. In God speaking those words, the waters are calmed. The light shines and casts out the darkness. Chaos is ordered. Darkness flees. At the very beginning of the story. But we know how the story goes. Because of our brokenness and our sinfulness, darkness is still in the world. And it creeps up in all kinds of different ways, overwhelms us in all sorts of situations and circumstances. So there's another light that comes. And this light we hear about is the light of incarnation. It's the light spoken of in the Gospel of John. John 1, verses 4 through 5. It says there that In the beginning was the Word. That Word that God spoke becomes a Word in the flesh. Jesus, who now becomes present among us. And with Jesus comes life into a world that was full of chaos and darkness. A Roman oppression. Two young people, Joseph and Mary, struggling to find their way to Bethlehem. Mary very pregnant under circumstances that nobody else could possibly understand. It's difficult, it's chaotic, it's dark. But into that comes Jesus. And in him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. All is calm. All is bright. It's declared again right there in the middle of the story. But that's not the end of the story. Because we fast forward to the end of the Bible 
in the book of Revelation, the revelation of John in chapter 21. Here, when things are being set right, in Revelation, God speaks again through John and reveals to him a new heaven and a new earth, a recreation, a restoration of all things. And a place where God dwells eternally with His people in a new city. And it says that the city does not need the sun or the moon, for the glory of God gives it light. And the Lamb is its lamp. That Lamb of God, Jesus Himself. Jesus, who was there at the beginning of the story and the end of the story, and appears in the flesh in the middle of the story. It's all about Jesus. This is the story of Scripture with a beginning, middle, and end. And that's good news for all of us. But how does that speak to you today? Because we are still in the middle of our story Some of us today may feel closer to the beginning of the story. Some of us may feel closer to the end of the story. But the reality of it is, if you're in this room and hearing my voice, you're still in the middle of your story. So how do you say all is calm and all is bright in the middle of your story? Your real story? Well, let me show you a picture and share another story with you today. This is the picture of Hannah Collins and her family. You'll recognize Hannah on the far left there. Hannah is a member of our staff here. She is our director of connections and service. And with Hannah are her two sisters and her mother, Kirsten, Sarah, and Sherry. And you might not be able to see it from where you're seated, but they're all wearing matching shirts. And what's written on those matching shirts together is all is calm, all is bright. Now why are they wearing these matching shirts? Well, because Mike Makastad, who is Hannah's dad, saw these shirts in downtown Pella when he was out for a walk, and he wanted to buy them for the four most important women in his life and have them wear them in this picture. And while you might not notice it, Mike is actually in this picture too. uh, Because down at the very, very bottom corner, there's a little smudge, and that's Mike's thumb over the part of the camera. (laughs) Right? You know, every dad's got to find a way to be in their picture somehow, right? (laughs) What a beautiful sentiment, right? You look at that picture, you look at those things, and you just got to say, aww. It's okay, everybody go, aww. And it's sweet, it's beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. It would be a nice sentimental gesture in any Christmas season. But this isn't any Christmas season for Mike. This past September, Mike Makestad was diagnosed with cancer. A serious cancer, but one that is treatable. Hannah wanted me to be sure that you knew that it is treatable. And they are treating it, for sure. But as anyone knows who has ever received a cancer diagnosis, The treatments are hard on the body, hard on the spirit, hard on the mind, and hard on those who love you. But Mike Makestad is a man of faith. And in this chapter of chaos and darkness, in the middle of his story, 
He is trusting in the promises of God who speaks peace to the chaos and light to the darkness. That is why he bought these matching shirts, not out of sentimentality or nostalgia or denial, but out of faith in Jesus. He has his daughters and his wife wearing these shirts as a declaration, a declaration that all is calm, all is bright. And that's not him pretending that he doesn't have cancer. That's him responding to the promises of God and the Word of God spoken to him. That appearance of light, the appearance of Jesus, who comes to break into our reality, into the middle of our story, into the middle of your story, and to declare to you that all is calm, all is bright. I'm sure also declaring the words of another famous Christmas carol in Mike Mockestad's mind today, light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. We declare that today for Mike, for his family as he goes through this battle. So let me ask you again, in what circumstances today do you need to say all is calm and all is bright? Where are you in the middle of your story? Are you struggling with personal health issues today? Maybe for you or for someone you love? Are you battling financial issues today, wondering where the next meal is going to come from or if there's going to be enough to cover that next looming bill? Maybe you're wondering about your career. Maybe you've just been laid off or you're in a place where you just don't know what it is that you're doing and if it's ultimately what you're supposed to be doing. And it's got you in a dark place and it feels chaotic. Maybe you're battling family issues, relationship issues in your family, or changes in your family. Maybe today you're in a place where you're going, you know what? My marriage is in trouble. And I'm not sure what's going to happen next. All of those things are real. They're real places. And we don't look at the lights of Christmas and hope that it just gets better. Or look at the lights of Christmas and say, well, I'll just forget about all those other things for a while. No, the beauty of the incarnation is that it's not us trying to escape this world and get away from it. It's Jesus himself coming into our world and coming right into the middle of your life. And showing up right in the middle of the mud and the dirt and the brokenness and the hurt and the sickness and the pain and the wondering and the questioning. Jesus breaks into those places and speaks a prophetic word to you. All is calm. All is bright. And because of that, you can say it too. And it's not just happy talk. It's not just magical thinking. It's you joining with the chorus of the angels. It's you joining 
with the Word of God to say to those circumstances, yes, you are real, but so is my God. Yes, you are big, but my God is bigger. Yes, it seems dark, but Jesus has come to bring life and light. And we speak those words with faith, trusting in God's word for us. So when we come to the end of our service today, we will sing these words together and we will light a candle. And when you do it, say to yourself these words, all is calm, all is bright with faith. And light that candle for yourself or maybe you need to light it for someone you love. Light that candle, hold that light high. Lift it before the God who loves you, who sent Jesus right into the middle of your story to rewrite that story with an eternal hope. Beginning today, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the God who brings light into every dark circumstance. And you know every circumstance individually of every person in this room. And Lord, whether they show up here at Community of Grace every Sunday or whether they just wandered in here today because they saw light shining in this darkness of the world, Lord, you know them. And you see them. And you see them right as they are today. And you speak a word louder than any word that has ever been spoken before, that the light has come into the world. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, you have come to be God with us. Lord, be God with them. Jesus, come and by your presence, be with each person in this room in every life circumstance, speaking hope and peace and love and joy because of you, Jesus. We have all those things. We have your light within us, and the darkness shall not overcome it. All is calm. All is bright. Amen and amen.